2: Oh, the Arizona Diamondbacks are a goddamn wagon. Welcome on in to the PHNX D-back show right here on PHNX. My name is Gareth Montia, of course, formerly known as your mayor of PHNX. This man next to me is Mr. Electric, Sean DePaz. And over there is Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. I'm not going to acknowledge his vice mayor status at all anymore Up to the, until I get my power back. But the Diamondbacks are a very powerful team, and they win yet another series against the this time against the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, masterful outing today by Zach Gallen. the offense really struggled against uh, the Brewer starter Julio Tehran but they definitely got to the bullpen and were able to turn things around late which is something we've discussed that they haven't really been able to do well lately so great to see the Diamondbacks you know making doing some damage against the bullpen and,
0: and the answer backs once again answered back but Jesse let's talk about Zach Gallen yeah. and how great he was today. He was, he was fantastic. Uh, He definitely leaned on this Diamondbacks defense a little bit. Only four strikeouts in the game. Not as many as we're used to seeing, but the Diamondbacks defense, as they often, as they often do, uh, very much delivered. Geraldo Perdomo made an impressive leaping grab. Corbin Carroll made a sliding play in left field. Uh, And Alec Thomas made a number of plays in this game that were just smooth and, you know, just kind of what you're used to seeing from Alec Thomas. It's nice to see him back up here playing center field. Um, but yeah, overall he leaned on the fastball for sure, fifty-five percent four seamers for Gallon. Uh, he really backed off the curveball, which is a pitch he's leaned on heavily in recent weeks. But yeah, I mean this is just sort of the the Zach Gallon that we've that we've come to expect, right? Seven innings, one run, pretty much just a, another another day at the office for the Diamondbacks' best starting pitcher.
2: Well, I don't know if you would say the one we've come to expect because he has not been very good on the road this That's season, fair. and yeah, between. Zach Gallen being on the road and us doing a watch along, uh, there were a lot of factors <laughs> against Zach Gallen today. Cogs was there in Milwaukee, kind of near him. There were a lot of bad things going against <laughs> him, but uh, Gallen's line today: seven innings pitch, three hits, one run, one earn run, one walk, four K. Uh, not a lot of whiffs today, but he did get, like Jesse said, a lot. The whiffs came on those off-speed pitches, and I do understand how the four seam sets that up, but you you really feel like you would like to see him, you know, using those. Those, those other pitches more considering their success. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and complain about it. Like, it turned out pretty well. Yeah.
1: So, but I mean, yeah, right. You, it's never, I guess, in theory, never bad to have a little bit more diversity there, but I'm not going to ask too many questions or, or, or act like there's too many problems if this, if that pitch mix is going to still result in this kind of outer.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. But I mean, again, the Zach Allen just, uh, The defense behind him was just spectacular today. Like Jesse said, Alec Thomas is just a guy that you kind of get used to. It's kind of like I would put Alec Thomas and Christian Walker in the same category where they make spectacular plays, but they make them look easy. Yeah, Uh, especially Christian Walker. He makes some of those those stretches that he does to save bad throws from sailing you know, into in, into the bleachers behind him or whatever, uh, he, he, he does it often, and, and he does it so often that we just kind of take it for granted over there. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Alec Thomas. Like, we've seen guys struggle. I mean, Corbin Carroll had an outstanding play today, but Alec Thomas, again, his, his ability to just make it look so easy out there is is something that uh, is great to see with him back, and it's yeah. also great for his bat to be back because he feels like he uh, is is really firing on all cylinders right now.
0: Yeah. Zach Gallon, I I will say he's really relied on the D Backs defense a lot this year. A lot of his success has been because of how good the Diamondbacks defense that's has a been. Great point. Um, if you if you take a visit over to uh Zach Gallen's baseball savant page, you're gonna see a decent amount of red, but you're also gonna see a little bit of blue. Zach Gallen came into this game with a hard hit rate of forty five point six percent, which is actually really high. Hmm. Uh that's kind of been uh, in past years, it hasn't been that high. This is the highest hard hit rate that Gallon has ever had. Um, and, you know, it still works because he's, you know, his strikeout rate is also very good. Um, so, you know, with with getting enough whiffs, you're going to be able to still have success. But a lot of the success that Gallon has had is because, uh, you know, opposing hitters are hitting the ball hard, but the Diamondbacks defense is picking him up and making those plays anyway. Uh hard hit rate, uh, you know, I mean, it's important to look at other factors, like are those balls on the ground? Are they pop-ups? Uh, you know, hard hit rate is not necessarily a great stat in and of itself, but there has been a decent amount of hard contact against Gallon this season and in this game, uh, but because of how good the defense has been, he hasn't really paid the price for it as you might have expected him to. Mustacho Mike
2: in the comments says, should the number of batters left on base be a concern, even though it was still a good win? Well, I mean, uh, again, the Diamondbacks faced a very, very good starting pitcher today who, who yeah. had his yeah. best stuff. I mean, I feel like the Diamondbacks were doing their best. They were getting on base. They weren't swinging and missing a lot, but they absolutely weren't able to get those big hits when they had runners on base. I don't know if it would be a concern. I, I'd be more concerned if we didn't end up seeing this be, you know, a 5-1 to one victory. I would be more concerned. But uh, the Diamondbacks eventually were able to put it together late in games, especially once they got to that bullpen. Uh, but you're right. I mean, the, the Diamondbacks just absolutely weren't able to hit they were four for 13 but i'm pretty sure all of the the, the, the four r- runs in scoring position or you know four for 13 with runners in scoring position all came against the bullpen and not against the starting pitcher
1: yeah i mean yeah seeing 13 runners left on base is never good but no. i'm again I'll, now i'm not going to complain about it too much when you a they won and b you look at who, <laughs> who was on the mound like yeah, they yeah. and it it, it is a certain amount of luck involved, right? Like, you they it had to have gotten runners on base to begin with, which they did rather successfully. So, um, obviously, you would like to see them drive in a few more, but I'm I, well, I didn't watch this game being like, there's all these. I mean, in the moment, sure, there was missed opportunities, but when it was yeah. all said and done, it didn't feel like it didn't feel like the kind of game where like they they, they escaped by the skin of their teeth and they left a the bunch on the table. Like It still felt like a yeah.
0: A lot of it was with two outs. Yeah. The D-backs had the bases loaded with two outs a couple times in this game and weren't able to come through that six left on base just in, in those couple yeah. of innings. But, uh, but, but they, yeah.
2: They did do what they do well, Jesse. They ran wild on the Brewers today, stealing did. a franchise, really did. Uh, tying a franchise record with seven stolen bases. Um, and then again, just some of those timely hits, including... Uh, Alec Thomas today being really good. Uh, He almost went four for four today. You had Emmanuel Rivera who had a three-hit day himself. And again, these aren't – Emmanuel Rivera is one of those guys that just does it quietly and does it at key moments. And uh, he continues to be a a gift to this team, especially right now in the absence of Josh Rojas.
0: Yeah, Rivera has uh, continued to be impressive for this team. I know during the watch-along we were talking about him not looking quite as good at the plate in recent weeks, which is true. Uh, but you know when you're hitting 370 you're allowed to have you know a couple a couple bad weeks Uh, and after his three a day today Rivera's batting average is right back up there 323 I don't know if he's going to maintain that number either but still he's just hitting tons of line drives like Emmanuel Rivera this season just has this really weird knack for just hitting line drives to all of the right places Um, and when you're hitting a lot of line drives good things tend to happen there's no better batted ball in the game than a line drive and for whatever reason, Rivera just seems to have mastered that this season. Yeah, we joke about him a lot being, like, a, I always call him a professional baseball
1: player when he he gets those singles and stuff. But, like, yeah. that's part of the joke is that, like, he does really just seem to have a very professional approach to his at-bats. <laughs> like, he does. He's not flashy. He's, he's not, not trying
2: yeah. to do it for the glory. He's, he's just, just trying to try go out there and win baseball yeah, and, games. That's, and, that's what he's
1: trying to do. It, the approach clearly is, uh, it's, it's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's working. Like it's, It is. It's, yeah, he's, exactly. he's getting the results from it, so. By all means, keep going up there.
2: Um, And Gabriel says the home run by Tapia doesn't count in my book. My, me neither. Me neither. We're throwing that one out. Can we get that one removed from the that record books? That uh, is
1: such a freaky. Like, how does – just – like the most random dude ever <laughs> that just owns the Arizona Diamondbacks.
2: And I'm, Zach Allen. I, I'm sorry. I got to do this, guys. Um uh, I, I know this is weird to do in the middle of the show, but I got to go shut out the lights really fast. I'm just going to – Oh to boy! Take care
0: of these. We're <laughs> out. Derek we're gonna is get- gonna ruin our show Derek lighting right now. Fast
2: because is, we're gonna talk about Scott McGuff. And that's what we need to do. We're gonna talk about go Scott McGuff. Yes. Just- <laughs> Look, when when Scott McGuff comes in the game, we turn the lights out. And that's what's happening with Scott McGuff lately. He's absolutely (laughs) shutting the lights
0: out. Go ahead, discuss. Uh, Since May 14th, Scott McGuff, 20 in a third inning, seven hits, two runs, zero earned runs, seven walks, 29 strikeouts, uh, a zero ERA. Obviously, no earned runs in that stretch. And he has a 0.69 whips. There have been almost no base runners against him. Uh, the lights are now back on. So They're I guess on. I guess that ends the conversation. Yeah. No more no more
2: Scott McGuff no Scott but, talk. but he is, Unless he we're has... gonna talk about him being a closer, we could talk about that with the lights back on because uh <laughs> this man has been incredible. And today he was just shut I mean, he absolutely shut down the brewers. And it was we've talked about this. We've said, yeah. God please, could we have a reliever that comes in and just doesn't have any kind of uh, excitement, like, can we just maintain our lead? Can we just have a four-run lead and end the game with a four-run lead and not have like more than maybe a handful, you know, base runners or anything? And ah, Scott McGuff did it in two innings, and it was just—it's really impressive what he's been doing has been impressive. He does it quietly. I still think he has the stigma of those yeah. couple of bad yeah. games without considering his entire body of work this season. He's just been awesome.
1: Yeah, and I think it's 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 nice because the you can't trust everyone in the bullpen, but I I think you. You know who you can trust, right? Like the yes. starting pitching there for a little bit was rather inconsistent. Where you just you didn't know who you're going to get from anybody. But I feel like at this point, you know, like okay, if 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 Scott McGuff's coming in, you're probably going to get a pretty good outing. I'm not yeah. going to name names, but there's certainly other guys in that bullpen who, when they come out, you're like, this is this might Kyle Nelson. This might, yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah like this might this might get hairy. Um, and you don't feel like that with a guy like Scott McGuff, and no. that is a, just a really uh, nice feeling to
0: have that you, you know you have. At least a couple of guys like that have had. And Connor said that splitter was splitting today. I mean, it was. Really was. I mean, he had, he threw twenty two pitches and he got seven whiffs. <laughs> and he threw wild. and sixty eight percent of his pitches were in the strike zone. This like, was not like a fluke. Like oh, two nice innings with one strikeout or something. Scott McGuff fooled around <laughs> with an immaculate inning. Yeah, I was going to say, in, <laughs> in the eighth inning, he had two, three pick like, strikeouts to start that.
2: How, how do you not, as Mike Hazens, just light up a cigar and 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 vanity search Scott McGuff's name at that point and look at yeah. old tweets yeah. and just maybe log into the burner and just give him a few little 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 pokes at some of the comments that were made, including us, but. How do you, uh, you
0: not, know, as Mike Hazen, sign this guy to an extension yesterday? I think I, yeah, that's a bigger question.
2: Scott McGuff definitely has a feel for the ball now, though, ladies it's and gentlemen. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, like
1: I feel like when you're a GM, like, drafting Corbin, okay. But, like, anybody could draft good baseball players at the top of a draft. But when you find guys like Scott McGuff, yeah. uh, that's, yeah. that's got to be a nice
2: Pitched in the league in five <laughs> yeah. years, you got you to gotta give him credit for digging deep.
0: His contract is two years, $6.25 million with a 2025 mutual option. Which, as of right now, I would not necessarily count on Scott McGuff holding up his side of that mutual option. But, yeah, yeah the D-backs do have Scott McGuff again next season at a completely ridiculous Lifetime price, contract, Jesse. Still- <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Lifetime Yeah, retire his number. You don't <laughs> taking the team like Messi?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Make him an all-star, at least. Make him an all-star. Hey, uh, But speaking of all-stars, there's a couple of other guys that should be all-stars. Ketel Marte had a big series for this uh, team. Went four for 12 with a home run, two walks. He's now hitting... Damn near 300, 291, 374, 94. Um, and his 864 OPS is second highest in baseball among qualified second basemen, trailing only, of course, Luis Ariz, who has like, you know, the the you might hit <laughs> numbers. He might hit 500. He might hit 500. But he absolutely should be an all-star, uh, and he should be voted in. That voting closes today for phase one, and then they move on to phase two. Uh, so hopefully you guys have gone and voted for all of your Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, I know I kind of contradict myself when I said you shouldn't probably vote for all the guys on your team. But at this point, I mean, maybe maybe, maybe not DH, maybe not third baseman, because Josh Rojas is right now co- technically their third baseman on the voting. But uh, definitely should be voting for Catel Marte, yeah. uh, as well as Geraldo Perdomo.
0: You've got until – it is until noon Eastern time tomorrow, actually, for phase one. So oh, it, does, it does bleed in, I guess, local – Local time, it'd be 9 a.m. tomorrow. You can vote. So you absolutely should be voting for Cattell Marte. He was sixth at second base uh, in the update that they released yesterday, which is not nearly high enough. Uh, there are some knocks on him defensively, but frankly, for all-star voting, that tends not yeah, to matter. Uh, yeah, if which Cattell. is why Christian Walker's not top 10. Yeah, yeah. If, it's true. I That's mean, but point. honestly, Christian Walker, even his offensive numbers yeah, at this point and, are uh, yeah. pretty, I mean, he should clearly be in the top 10 and and in the top five and, you know, maybe should even be in the mix to... Uh, be in the top three at this point. Uh, the other guy is Geraldo Perdomo, who also arguably deserves serious all-star consideration, as we've talked about already. He's hitting 291, 396, 458. Um, and that's the second highest OPS among shortstops in the National League, trailing or- only Orlando Arcia. Um, and, you know, people might talk about Perdomo's platoon role, which is fair, but he has basically the same number of plate appearances as Orlando Arcia. Um, who is the clear cut front runner um, in voting at second base right now, or shortstop right now. So uh, yeah, you could make a case that the Diamondbacks comfortably should maybe have five all-stars, right? Uh, the, I guess the six that I wrote about a few weeks ago, minus potentially Lourdes Gurriel, who's yeah. cooled off in recent weeks, but Geraldo Perdomo, uh, Cattell Marte, Zach Gallen, Merrill Kelly, Corbin Carroll, all of those guys have a really strong case. And uh yeah, who knows? Maybe Scott McGuff. Uh, maybe you should throw his, his name throw in, in the hat, too. Throw him in how, Why not? How he's pitched
2: recently. Why not? Uh, I feel like this started as a joke and now it's just become reality, which I'm fine
0: with. Yeah. I still don't know if he really yeah. has a viable All Star case, um, but he
2: does know that he's a local sex symbol. Jesse can confirm that he is at right. least Right. Yes. Of course. I
0: will buy a Scott McGuff All Star jersey if yeah. that is something that happens in <laughs> <And laughs> mint and green. I, but, oh, green. I, I feel like having go. relievers.
1: <laughs> I, and no disrespect to to relief pitchers or Joe Math apply but I feel like having relievers as All Stars is is for losers. Like, that's what you do when you don't have anyone to be an all star and they just throw somebody That's in there. definitely sure. what it so, felt like last like, year. I, 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 as paid. much as Scott McGuff deserves it, I find what those bots being reserved for the Royals and oh, not the Royals in this situation, but uh, <laughs> I mean, whoever's bad in the you NL. Know. We, uh, we, want, we, want, we
2: want to go full Royals. The Rockies almost. can
1: have relief, relief yeah. pitchers. Yeah. We yeah. want our starters, starting position players, and
2: <sighs> our two aces. Well, we are here to celebrate, of course, a very momentous occasion, and that occasion being the return of our young king. Uh, Alec Thomas is absolutely our snake in this series yeah uh, going six for 13 with two extra base hits three RBI he had the home run uh, and uh, he's just been incredible uh, yeah. since coming back. Uh, I think more than anything though I still can't emphasize enough how great he has been defensively yeah. uh, for this team because he just he, he does he does little things little little fly balls that make me kind of get worried. Uh, yet I didn't worry when he was out there before. It's kind of like a shifting in, mo- uh, in emotions, where like Alec Thomas made me so comfortable that I started feeling like guys like Corbin Carroll and Jake McCarthy were making very bad plays out there. They weren't. They just weren't able to make the kind of plays that Alec yeah. Thomas can make and make them look as easy as he does.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's why I always I always compare Alec to. Uh, jackie bradley jr because his defense is just so good that anything if you can get his bat going it's just like a bonus at that yeah. point and at this point it, it, i mean obviously it's only been a couple of games but everything's going for alec um and that is a, a best case scenario for this team if you can have alec thomas be alec thomas in the center in center field and be what alec thomas is supposed to be at the plate then right. you are in a very very good position if you're there on the Diamondbacks
0: and, Again, small sample size so far since he's come back from Reno, but it looks pretty pretty good. Yeah, I mean what? Like what holes does this lineup really have? If Alec Thomas is going, if Jake yeah, McCarthy exactly. is is uh you know, McCarthy it's not like he's hitting 450 or anything since coming back, but he's been much improved since coming back up from Reno. If you get those two guys going, this lineup becomes uh, pretty terrifying. I I mean it, you know, it's not like you've got four guys with 950 OPS or anything but at that point there are just no holes right Gabby Moreno one of the better hitting catchers in the league uh you know when the D backs up Gurriel in there at DH and then the three speedsters in the outfield Perdomo at shortstop Rivera at third Cattell Christian Walker it's a, it's just really complete it might be the most complete lineup in baseball uh when those two guys are going and so far so good for both Jake McCarthy and Alec Thomas well, you're going to need sunglasses when watching this
2: team because their future is so damn bright. Uh, and make well sure said, Derek. Well To said. grab yourself <laughs> some sunglasses from our friends at Shady Rays, who makes gear, gear that is built to last, uh, and especially here in Arizona. The sun breaks things down fast. You know that. Uh, look at any of these water parks. I'm talking to you, Six Flags. You need to take care of that hunk of junk you got up there in the North Valley. But anyway, uh, one thing you will need if you're at a water park or anywhere outside this summer in Arizona is Independent Sunglass Company's world-class product by Shady Rays. They are just as good as expensive sunglasses with durable frames uh, and great lenses that are polarized, clear optics that are ready for any outdoor adventure, and they also offer the most insane protection plan in all of eyewear, we know we lose our sunglasses. It's it's a constant fear. So losing sunglasses, I mean, e- even a cell phone, you're going to keep on you more than you're going to you know, keep your sunglasses. And we all know that that sunglasses are not easy to keep track of. So make sure if you lose or break your pair of Shady Rays, even on day one, uh, you can send them back uh, or you can request a new pair, no questions asked. They have your back long after you purchase. You can actually shop their entire collection at their location at Kierlin Commons. It's a full stop shop for all things Shady Rays. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. And, of course, we know shopping online doesn't always work out. So, of course, if you don't like those, you can make sure to return them. Uh, Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And I will say that... uh, I, I have a hard time wearing my other sunglasses that I have mm-hmm. because they're not shady rays. The, the lenses, they're not polarized. They don't give me enough protection. Uh, and I, I really find myself constantly going to my shady rays every single day that I have them. Elizabeth says her sunglasses broke while, I, while she was wearing them on Monday. I'm so sorry to hear that, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Uh, get yourself a pair of Shady Rays, get two pairs of Shady Rays, and then if they ever break or you ever lose them, they got your back. So make sure to do that today. Also check out Pins and Aces, which is the official golf apparel partner of PHNX and All City. Uh, they made an incredible Phoenix polo for our last golf event. We want to thank them for that. And we want to thank uh, Big Drive Energy for being a part of that. That's a golf podcast here on the network. You can get that wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, check out the amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and more that they have over at pins and aces Uh, we absolutely love our pins and aces gear it's the best it's the best uh gear for for golfing and not only is it super stretchy it's incredibly comfortable uh and it comes in some pretty wonderful patterns as well so check out pinsandaces.com and use our code of phnx to receive 15 percent off your first order and get free shipping that's pinsandaces.com there is absolute screaming going on outside of this room yeah, right now. And I am there? worried for the well-being of somebody out guys. there. This is Sun Devils guys. Uh, see, you came over to a more civil podcast. Right? <laughs> I, was, oh. I was the stable... I was stability yeah, on you that. Were show. One, you were the voice of reason around yeah. there.
1: Like, I was a calm I one. I the that adult adult room. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, but those of you that are here, welcome into the PHN Export YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed already, make sure to do so. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when we go live. Leave us a little thumbs up. We always love that. Uh, if you're listening on the audio podcasting side, please subscribe to us there. Leave us a review. We always appreciate that feedback. More importantly... Join us as a member of the PHNX family with a PHNX Diehards membership. Pays for itself right away. You get a free piece of merchandise from the PHNX locker uh, and 20% off all future purchases. You also get uh, a, a ranch card from Dobson Ranch Golf Course and a $50 gift certificate for Mountain Mike's Pizza. So those three things pay for your membership, but then you get all sorts of exclusive benefits, including... Uh, more discounts with our partners, uh, exclusive invites to events, uh, exclusive members-only merchandise. You get access to our members-only Discord lounge, as well as all of our newsletters, including Jesse's full count newsletter uh, and more. So sign up today be- to become a member over at gophnx.com. Let's take a look at this number, uh, this series with the Brewers. The numbers in this series, uh, a little ugly, but in favor of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, let's that let, let, starting pitching ERA. Not too shabby, fellas. Uh, they outhit the Brewers thirty to sixteen. The Diamondbacks once again play error-free baseball in this series versus the three errors the Brewers commit. Uh, they outscore the Brewers by ten runs overall. So, uh, big, big, big thing there down at the bottom, I think, and that was reinforced today with the number of stolen bases they had. But eight, eight to nothing when it came to moving
0: guys over on the base path. And the Diamondbacks created chaos, especially today. They really did. Yeah, I mean, I think. You can kind of think back to yesterday and how that game ended, and if you could tell Marte is able to make a couple of plays and not, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not have two mental lapses on on back to back plays, we're probably looking at a series sweep here at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and oh, a slightly different release pitcher, all right. Yes, lower. Yeah, uh, be, uh, Austin Adams was charged with some runs yesterday that he very probably should not have been. Um, But yeah, I mean, when you have Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallon both pitching in a three game series, you feel really good about your chances to win that series. And sure enough, the D-backs won the two games with Gallon and Kelly on the mound, Uh, lost the other game, even though Ryan Nelson held his own yesterday, gave the Diamondbacks a chance to win a game that they should have won. But overall, you know, you take two out of three on the road. That's that's a win. You know, any any day of the week. Yeah, these numbers are funny to
1: me because they are they, parts of them are like really misleading. Like the eight stolen bases if seven of them didn't come. Yeah, today. Right. no errors <laughs> as if it wasn't too defensive miscues. by I could tell that probably cost them one of the games. Yeah. Like, right. Um, That's why errors are understand. a terrible yeah. stat.
2: Yeah, like, <laughs> I still don't understand how those weren't errors, to be honest. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean you, you had a I understand that the guys, you know, it's difficult ball to field. But it just goes to show that errors are such a subjective yeah. thing based on the scorer deciding if they feel like it was an error or not.
1: hundred percent. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the starting pitching ERA is, is is the big thing for me. Like I mean, like Jesse said, when you have your two guys going in the series, obviously hoping you're going to have a good number there. But the fact that there's such a margin there is, is why the D-backs won the series.
2: Uh, so the D-backs do take care of business in this one. And, uh, of course, after a tough series finale loss against the Guardians – uh, both of these series, again, the, we're 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 still going through it with this Diamondbacks team, where there are so many series that you feel like that should have been a sweep. Mm-hmm. That yeah, should have been this a sweep. is another one. Yep. This is another one that felt like it should have been a sweep. And I mean, I know that that sounds so crazy to say, especially about a team that we once again didn't really weren't convinced at the beginning of the year would even be over five hundred at the end of the season. Now we want them sweeping every single opponent. It feels like at times. Now we just are worried. I think about. Uh, the, the the looming kaiju in the distance, the, the Godzilla that's coming this way. When I say that, I mean the rest of their schedule after the month of June. And it starts this weekend. The Diamondbacks have an impossibly difficult next 24 hours, uh, to, to be honest, or 48 hours, I should say. Mm. They, they fly from Milwaukee to Washington to make up that game with the Nationals, and then they have to fly all the way across the country to San Francisco to take on an absolutely red-hot Giants team that are on their heels in the National League West. So... This is a, this. The, it's this time is now. Like this is where things start to get very difficult. After that, they have a series with the Rays, and then July and August uh, just get even more difficult with the level of opponents and the schedule, the difficulty of their schedule. So uh, when we look back on some of these series that they didn't sweep, these could be critical losses for them, especially if you talk about them potentially winning the division, which is something they have not done in a very long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, but uh, I on its face, it's a concern, sure. But for me, it's like the reality is that they don't have any starting pitchers. Like they are, they only have two starting pitchers. Like that is what we have been talking about. This team is that they really only have two starting pitchers. And if you only have two starting pitchers you can trust, it's going to be hard to win three games in a row. Like that's that's just the reality of it. So. and since this is a team that on paper, we, we or at least we all expect that they're going to try and get at least one other starter. I'm not that concerned about it because as it sits right now, uh, like if they make that fix, then I think you see more sweeps because then you get three starters that you can trust.
2: People
0: can't hear. Apparently
2: Derek. I'm having issues with my mic. Is that <laughs> still a thing? Let me know if it is or not. So me
0: and Sean have actually just been cutting your mic. That, this that, this makes, entire time. that makes a lot of sense. I, like I would think you would cut me you. off more though. So, <laughs>
2: I, I have no idea. So let me know, though. I, uh, are we okay over there?
0: We're sounding pretty good right now. It, okay. I was noticing it earlier, and I Is was it
2: tra- something in the cord. Like there's, a I short think
0: that the there cord? was a, a possibility that the cord was tied up a little bit. Okay. but I think right. I think now that you fix that, it should All be right. good. Well, we'll, we'll see it. what happens. It uh, happens when you get up and turn out the lights? Derek. Yeah, <laughs> look, <laughs> Scott McGuff makes uh, <laughs> things. Scott McGuff,
2: Scott McGuff can can cause problems sometimes. <laughs> Usually, it's for the opposition, but sometimes it's for me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, of course, this team definitely has some tough 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 tests ahead who knows if the yeah. giants keep uh playing the right. way they shout are shout out right? thunderbird in the chat saying he's a giants fan uh but
1: they he, it's been re- Giving us our props, saying that the the D backs are going to yeah, win yeah, the division. Th-
0: Thunderbird really believes in the Diamondbacks yeah. for for a,
1: for a Giants. Being a Giants, fan. <laughs> he D-backs, Giants are okay. D
0: backs yeah. winning uh, division, man. just get another ace. He's talking about getting Lucas Giolito at the trade yeah, deadline coming. Hey, I like there that
2: kind of. I'm okay yeah. with it. I'm okay with it. I, I just don't trust it though. I'm
1: I just ha- have it. a problem with the Dodgers or the the Giants as far as division opponents go. Like the Giants are rather unproblematic to me. I, I liked they, them back in the day. Like they,
0: like as in you don't hate them. Yeah, or, like, or you're like, not afraid of
1: them. I, well, but uh, I'm I, I'm more afraid of them than I hate them. Like I, I definitely I don't hate them at all. I have no okay. problem with them. They're honestly like them and the, the Padres are probably the two teams in the division I have the most tolerance for. Uh, obviously, I hate the Dodgers and the Rockies just annoy me. Um, but, uh yeah, hey, I'm.
2: Let's I hate go. everything you're saying. <laughs> I hate the Giants. I hate all division opponents. I hate you just, all. That's I feel. Mean, I, I don't feel. like any don't of, like any of I'm you. I'm
1: just saying yeah. by,
2: by comparison to the
1: Dodgers, who I obviously hate, and the Rockies, who I hate more because I think they're a complete joke and the Boston Red Sox swept them in the uh, World Series. So <laughs> I just don't have any respect for them and they don't know how to run a
0: franchise. They do really weird shit up there. Sean hasn't uh, had respect for the Rockies in 15 <laughs> years. I've never, I've, as long as I like baseball, I have a respect for the Rockies. The, looking down on the Rockies <laughs> since
2: 2007. Yeah. Oh, we get that, Thunderbird. We hate the Dodgers uh, and the Padres, too. Sean says, my best friend is a Giants fan, but he loves Corbin Carroll. He, We are just America's team. Everybody loves Corbin Carroll. Everybody loves Corbin Carroll. He's this year's, e, uh, I was going to say Erod rod J-Rod.
1: Like, yeah. He's just young yeah. and fun and hard to not like.
2: Yep. Yeah, very right. true. I agree. Well said. Well said. Well, make sure you follow this team on the road if you can, because road trips are a lot of fun with the Arizona Diamondbacks but they're more fun when you stock up at Circle K. Of course, you can check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, and snack selection and premium guests. Uh, stock up. Make sure when you're on your road trip, you have plenty of snacks. Uh, and make sure to grab a Polar Pop. Listen to the little tiny Derek. He'll tell you right. You saw uh, me. Two days ago, yeah. It's terrifying, isn't it? Or yesterday. Every single yesterday? time. Uh, iced coffee for just $1.89. Uh, Red Bulls, three for $8. Monsters, three for six. Make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff. Right now, text PHNX to 31310. To join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer for 32-ounce Polar Pops, head to circlek.com store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. And, of course, where you're there, when you're there, check out our friends at Four Peaks. Circle K stocks plenty of Four Peaks beer. Get your Four Peaks wherever you get your beer at. This is the official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks. You can get it at Chase Field all over the place, but most importantly, at their Four Peaks draft room where we will be having our takeover meetups before the games. Check out the events page in our show notes to find dates and tickets to join us for baseball. Uh, we have one every single month coming up until the end of the season, so join us for that. And if you can't, still check out that Four Peaks Draft Room on the suite level down the first base line in Chase Field. Also, do something nice for teachers. Kids are back home for the summer, but not for long. They're going back to school very soon. So make sure to thank a teacher. You can uh, help them potentially win 11 $1,000 cash grants, and one lucky teacher will win a teacher's lounge renovation uh nominations <laughs> due june 30th uh he he's not that tall i'm 60 he's, he's not that tall he's absolutely I are, just, you, are you counting up, to the top of your hair no i'm six, <laughs> six two. two i'm
1: a full six two jesse
2: has that. just leaned over a little bit more and yeah. I'm,
1: i was sitting straight up yeah so jesse is i think also, you're i think you're uh, a little bit closer
2: here. to the table yeah, also, yeah. yeah. It's a little bit oh sad. jesse doesn't like when people out tall that's something he
0: won't accept. But I think uh, I'm taller than Sean. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's that close, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah I honestly
1: have not ever really looked. But I, hey, I, there's so many tall people in this office that I've given up being
2: like That's about
1: being tall at this point. At best, I'm like That's the I'm fourth, now tallest person in the office.
2: To thank a teacher, go to fourpeaksforteachers.org and complete the form uh, to enter for the chance to win. Nominations are due June 30th because we were talking about teachers and not how tall Sean is. Uh, Teachers Tuesdays (laughs) are back also at 8th Street Pub. Uh, Every Tuesday through July, teachers can bring a valid teacher ID and receive $4 pints of Kilt Lifter, Wow, Hazy, and Hopknot. Thank you for being a che- teacher, and of course, uh, fourpeaksforteachers.org to nominate. Check out at Four Peaks Brewer, Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. Uh, we got a few minor league updates before we get on to the probables, and of course, the most important thing, our all-city division update. But uh, <laughs> Dominic Canzone just continues to be a beast uh, in AAA, and as it, 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 yes, the Arizona Diamondbacks, I, I can't imagine that it's going to be too long before we see this guy get called up
0: because he has just been incredible. He's absolutely raking. And yeah, I mean, clearly is ready to be a a major league player. Uh, Something interesting that Mike Hazen said uh, in that article by Nick Picoro that we talked about a little bit yesterday. uh, He talked about how teams might do more like major league for major league type trades, uh, just given the nature of the market and how few sellers there are. Dominic Canzone is the kind of player that another team probably could take from the D-backs minor league system and plug in onto their major league team. Uh obviously hasn't played in the big league, so if you're like a, if you're a contender yeah. and you're looking for an everyday outfielder, you're probably not going to take that gamble. But he's good enough where the he's White having Sox enough Yeah, he's having like enough that. success there that I think there are some teams that, you know, maybe they're not quite World Series contenders, but they're kind of in the mix. Dominic Canzone is a major league ready player at this point. There aren't that many guys even in the PCL you know, who walk more than they strike out and are also slugging 665 and have 58 RBI uh, at this point in the season. So he's pretty much ready to go. Uh, of course, the Diamondbacks, uh, you know, continue to have Paven Smith, who who did reach base four times in this game. We didn't talk about him earlier. He had four walks in this game. Uh, but yeah, one way or another, you feel like Dominic Canzone going to find his way to the majors before too long. Yeah, I mean, really, it's just the
1: question of who is it for
0: i mean think <laughs> it's it's, it's either Paven smith or if you're not going to make that move then there's not really any other clear options so yeah. it's yeah, pretty yeah. much the diamondbacks as of right now are choosing Paven smith over canzone yeah. but i guess that could change at some point uh jordan lawler homered yesterday that's good to see he's two for uh
2: he's hitting 248 344 476 for the year uh and yeah. he has 17 stolen bases so Feels like he's definitely back on track. And I know when we talked to the Kerry Twins, they were both very high
0: on not only his offense as of late, but that he's really come around defensively. Yeah, he really has. Um, he really went on a tear there for a span of about three or four weeks. He's kind of settled back in. Um, you know, he's not, he hasn't had any four hit games or anything like that super recently, but continues to just be a, a steady presence in the lineup in Amarillo. And you kind of feel like over time, those numbers are going to continue to tick up. And Corbin Carroll got promoted to AAA uh, in early mid July of last year. Wouldn't be totally shocked if if Jordan Lawler found his way to AAA not all that long after that. So could be could be right around the corner. Yeah, I mean the the biggest hope is that
1: I mean I, I think it's nice that specifically Geraldo Perdomo is playing as well as he is, and and everyone on that side of the, the field is playing as good as they are. So it doesn't like with the presence of Nick Ahmed, you don't feel necessarily like you have to rush anybody. Right, um, not that you're rushing him to replace anybody this year. But um, in general, it's – it's you can take your time with him, which I feel like is a pretty good situation to be in. Uh,
2: Landon Sims is back too, which is great to see for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I know that he is actually kind of a little bit farther along than other guys that were obviously drafted around him. So uh, him being yeah. back is uh, – I, I mean, I'm still not sure that's not a name we're going to see anytime soon on the Major League roster, but still just – uh uh, with with all the accolades he's had, all the high praise, it's, it's great to see him pitching again.
0: Yeah, Mississippi State uh, had tons of success there um, at the end of his college career. Uh, needed Tommy John surgery. The Diamondbacks drafted him 34th overall last year. Uh, he had already had the Tommy John surgery, so he was kind of always slated to, to make his return around now. And at this point, he's only played in in the rookie league. Uh, he's made four appearances there so far, just four and a third innings, but he hasn't allowed an earned run uh, four strikeouts two walks. So a, a good, good start for him. And he is a guy who I think could could rise fairly quickly through the Diamondback system. Uh, drew some Craig Kimbrell comparisons in his time at Mississippi State, although some people think he has a chance to start. Uh, and as of right now, it looks like the Diamondbacks will try to use him as a starter, uh, even if some people think he'll, he'll ultimately wind up as a reliever. He could be a really good reliever, though. Like Landon Sims could be a back-end yeah. reliever not that far from now.
2: Well, and and I mean the Diamondbacks, they've talked about the trade market and they've talked about building from within. And again, that's not something that's going to happen this season, but it does feel like they need to start kind of – They just they can't have all these young guys that are all starting pitchers all coming up together. So uh, like Landon Sims has proved his effectiveness as a back end reliever, and and you know that's something that the Diamondbacks are probably going to be in need of by the time that he's ready to come up to a major league level. You know, I don't know. Not everybody can be a starter, and you know we're seeing that with the Diamondbacks. But they don't even have enough starters, so I don't know. How to even handle that. But speaking of starters, let's take a look at the starters for this upcoming, uh, I guess, game. For the, one game. Yeah. Uh, we got this one game series. They're with going the for the sweep NFL. in Washington, D.C., Go right? for the sweep. Let's go. Irvin <laughs> versus Tommy Henry. And uh, I like Henry's chances with this. I just, I don't like the Diamondbacks' chances for uh, sleep, yeah. I have a question. Are you just uh, like if, if anybody is not playing in this game, are you just sending them to San Francisco now, and not even making them fly out to Washington? <laughs> Honestly, you be know, like idea. if any of these were like Scott McGuff is not going to pitch in this game, yeah, right? right? So might as well send his ass to San Francisco and get a good night's sleep. Not everybody needs to be jet lagged. Yeah. I mean, on paper, this is
1: a game you should feel good about, but realistically, I don't feel good about it at all. It's
2: Tommy Henry at
1: 10 local after flying from. Milwaukee like that just has a that's a recipe for disaster yeah Um, so um, hey it's a they've already won the series so (laughs) hey if they can win tomorrow it'd be great but I'm not not holding my breath on that one yeah
2: I mean sometimes you just gotta sacrifice a game (laughs) like this is one of those games that I'm not I mean you you have to actually look ahead at the more important series with the Giants and not let this one game with the Nationals like do anything to you know, screw with your bullpen or the availability of your key guys or anything like that with this upcoming series. So it's really important. And I think uh, Michael said it earlier in the chat, but after tomorrow's game against the Nationals, 39 out of like 43 opponents all have a plus 500 record. So it's going to be a
0: difficult stretch for them. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I mean you get the Giants over the weekend and then you get the Rays at home after that. Um and then you've got the Angels who are also playing. I
1: honestly I think this is the perfect time for it, because if you, you can go through those series and you're gonna have a really good idea of how you stack up against the best teams in this league. And yeah. At that not that I don't I don't think anything's gonna happen that's gonna change them from being aggressive to being like sellers, obviously. And I don't think anything's right. really like it's gonna change the necessarily the trade deadline uh all that much but in general it's good i feel like it's good to know exactly kind of where you're stacking up against uh, at this point, if you're trying to win a World Series, you're trying to beat the Tampa Bay Rays. So, you got you you need to know how you.
0: And at this point, Sean, Sean's just calling it right that now. You Tampa that. Bay Rays. They might, they, might, they might as well just not play a game the rest no, of the I mean, year like, until late October. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: But, uh, but and also, like, if you're trying to win the division, at this point, it seems like you got to beat the, the San Francisco Giants. Like, these are the teams you need to beat if you want to accomplish your ultimate goal of winning a World Series. Yeah. Um. And so it's it's I feel like it's a pretty damn good time to have those those games.
0: Um. So, you, like I said, you can get a real idea of where you stack up. Yeah, and to, to your earlier point, like if you go in and you take two out of three in San Francisco and you find a way to win a series against the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, you know, maybe it doesn't change your trade deadline plans all that much, but it might add a little bit of urgency. Like yeah. if you're beating those yeah. teams, then the you feel like you're open. for real. Like you probably, you probably should make sure that you get a starting yeah. pitcher uh, and you don't just kind of... You know, obviously the market's going to be difficult, but there are going to be some teams who maybe pay a little bit more than they want to for a few starting pitchers at the deadline. The Diamondbacks probably should be one of those teams. Yeah.
2: Well, and here's the big thing is, is that they have come close, right, on some of the, uh <laughs> they've, they've come close on some of these series against big opponents, but mm-hmm. they've come up short, right? They lost a the series against... The Phillies—they lost the series to the Braves, and and you can take all your moral victories away from those series. But the Diamondbacks lost both of those recently. Depending on how they do against these other teams, really does—I mean—give them an, an honest opinion, an honest look at how they how yeah. they stack up against actual tough competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and some of these teams aren't the teams that have been playing well all season. But like Jesse said. They're not only catching the Giants team while they're hot, but that Angels team that comes up
0: after the race is also playing. These very are all good.
1: playoff teams, yeah. As it stands right now, I believe, right? So
0: they the are Angels they're all are above five hundred. Do they get knocked out? They the are, I don't Angels com- are right on the edge. Yeah. I don't know where they stand. A couple right days now. ago, I was looking at it; they were in the
1: playoff spot. But regardless, yeah. I mean, these are all teams that are are pushing to make the playoffs at the very least.
2: None of those divisions matter though. The only division that matters, of course, is the All City division, which we still have a fairly commanding lead in the division. Those Cubs, though. I went out and visited them, but now they're just—you know—now they're on fire. They—they they got too close to my purple hair. They're eight and a half back. Uh, <laughs> White Sox, thirteen games back, and the Rockies. Boy, let's get the tarp out and let's just wrap this season up for the, the Rockies.
0: The Rockies have not won a game since I did this graphic like ten days <laughs> ago. <laughs> I think the I That's think the not Cubs, possible. Is that possible? the Rockies have lost straight. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no, that does sound wow. right. Wow. The uh, the Cubs, by the way, the Cubs are thirty six and thirty eight. So oh. they're actually yeah. The, uh, we're we're, the over, we're right? overestimating just, the Cubs a little bit. The win percentage is, just is assuming right. that they're going to go on a five game winning streak. The win percentage on. is correct. Yes. yes, yes, yes the yes. win yes. percentage is correct. Yes. Is the game's back correct? no no it's not yes oh it is is. no you're right it 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 is yeah he he made one mistake. sorry 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 Sorry. Sorry. Sean's never made a mistake on a graphic I've
2: never (laughs) definitely never I've never made a a mistake in my entire (laughs) life as I make one in that (laughs) sentence as I'm talking uh I will say this the Diamondbacks (laughs) guys on June 21st are seven victories away from their season total for 2021 that is seven wins away from their season total for 2021,
1: this weird the season is so damn fun and so weird. It is like, did, did, like I mean, uh, Diamondbacks thing aside, we're it's June 21st, and there is a three way tie. Well, I mean the, the 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 Baltimore Orioles have the the best wild card spot. And then there's a three way tie for the other two between the New York Yankees, the Houston Astros, and the.
2: Los Angeles Angels. Because the that Rangers have first place in their division. Tampa Bay has first place in theirs. And the Minnesota Twins have first place in theirs. Exactly how you drew it up. Exactly how you expected it to be, right? Those but, like, like, it's 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 so damn weird and
1: yeah. so much fun. So and it's, it's why the trade deadline is going to be weird. And it's why no yeah. one knows what anything means or who's good and who's bad. And There's still this, a lot of baseball left, left to a great, play. It's a great season. And it's just so awesome. They rolled from the momentum of the WBC into having one of the most fun baseball seasons yeah. I can remember it's in a, a while
0: that's a great like baseball
1: point. is so here yeah. it's so bad the uh
0: the twins the the nls or the al central leading minnesota twins would be <laughs> 14 and a half games out of first place in the al
1: East. So. <laughs> the red sox are a game and a half out of a
2: wild card spot <laughs> that's and they hilarious.
0: Are, 39 and 35 all right things are pretty weird i mean i guess we could play the same game with the the reds although the reds i mean they won 11 they've won 11 in a row now 11 they just in won a row. again so they're 40 and 35. I mean, if you put them in the NL East, <laughs> then they're eight games out of first place.
1: Ooh, the division division champions, the Atlanta Braves, Arizona Diamondbacks, and Cincinnati Reds. And- the year twenty twenty three. Who saw that one coming? I mean, the Braves. Him. I think people. The Braves. I know, but I'm more yeah, of that, the, the,
0: the, the, the the West, company. the West and the Central. are, yeah, it's, uh,
2: it's pretty crazy. Nicholas in the chat says bought tickets to the San Francisco series this weekend back in February.
0: Thought it would be just a nice, relaxing series,
2: semi-competitive back then. Yeah, you know, maybe between first yeah. maybe for between for first like third, third, third and fourth place. place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, now it's going to be stressful. Nicholas as hell, thought he man, was taking a leisurely vacation. It's going to be a great. It's going to be a great series for you. You're going to have a lot of fun. And if you're not going out to that series and you want to have some fun here in Arizona, we have a few ways for you to do that. Make sure to check out Octane Raceway and Mavericks. Uh, They still have some great stuff for your kids to do this summer in case you need something uh, to get them out of the house. They have their summer engineering camp through July 31st, partnered with Engineering for Kids for ages 7 through 15. They also have free bowling all summer. Uh, May 30th through August 4th, a free bowl, uh, free kids bowl, free program. Children 15 and under are eligible for two free games each day. So you can book some fun this spring at Octane Raceway and Mavericks. It's not spring anymore. Again, I've covered this on my Twitter account. There's only there's only summer and fall in this in this valley of the sun. But uh, it snowed
1: the first winter I was
2: here. Did you bring that
1: with you? It snowed the first winter I was here. I realized it wasn't anywhere close to the.
2: Yeah. When
1: that. Um I don't know. It was. I was so pissed. I was more pissed than anybody in this state, I'll oh, tell yeah, you yeah, that. Yeah, for damn I sure. bet you were. I moved all the way down here yeah, for that. To get away, to from, get away from that from that It snowed yeah. the first winter I was here, but absolute bullshit. I, I would kill it. for snow right now. Yeah, so oh, I It's supposed to it be like really 112. It's nice. going to be raining in uh, Nashville next week, uh, maybe when we're there, and I cannot wait. I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah,
2: that's fun. I, I, I experienced some interesting weather in a couple of different climates when I was uh, up north in the Midwest. The Midwest is a different animal. It's just good to get away, because the minute I got back here, I immediately hated this heat so much. I was still on the plane, and I was screaming about the heat. Four outside right now. It's awful. Uh, Again, book some fun this summer at Octane Raceway and Mavericks. Kart racing, virtual reality, laser tag, axe throwing, bowling, arcade. Great food and drinks. Ton of different, tons of different events throughout the summer. Check out OctaneRaceway.com and Mavericks.com to learn more. If you want to be like Nicholas and get yourself some tickets to a sporting event, make sure to buy them through Game Time. They are the best place to procure last minute tickets. Uh, procrastinators can procure, uh, and be happy. Get those over at game time. It's the place for last minute ticket deals. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. And that's because you can find some great minute, uh, great last minute ticket deals. And, and again, snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Create again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Well, that's all we got for you today. Arizona Diamondbacks win. They continue to lead the National League West. And like I said, they are somehow seven wins away from all the games they won in 2021. And I, that still blows my mind because I watched that entire season. So, uh, But we thank you guys for being Diamondbacks fans and possibly watching that season along with us. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore kman with a k. Uh, this guy next to me is at Sean underscore DePaz. That guy over there, he's at Jesse N. Friedman, uh, the maniac behind the Mac. He is Sean. Uh, not Sean. You're not Sean. I ruined that. <laughs> wow. I just ruined that. It's too many names in here for me to cover. Uh, it's Damon. It's Damon Dog, and that's I mean, a D-A-W-G. Sean, Sean
0: is also a maniac behind the Mac. He is also. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. He also
2: <laughs> qualifies as that. But make sure to follow Damon at Damon on uh, D-A-W-G. You got to do a little at the end uh, our shows at phnx underscore dbacks, but of course all roads lead to uh, at phnx underscore sports on twitter instagram and facebook we thank you guys for being here we look forward uh, to being back here tomorrow we're doing another post game after that washington nationals uh one game uh, and then uh we'll also have another post game on friday so make sure to be here for all of that uh in the meantime we thank you guys for everything we thank you for being here on behalf of everybody here we appreciate you stopping by and remember kids baseball is fun But it is so much more fun uh, when you vote all of the Arizona Diamondbacks into the All-Star game.